Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Smart Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Perry, with me virtually this week. It's the Whiskey Mutant himself. You know him. You love him. It's Eric. Virtual insanity now, always, you now. You remember that song? I don't. Am I seeing the... It's Okay, now I remember that you said Jerry Insane Now what? Sorry. Am I seeing the... Are those a couple of the new um, McDonald's Happy Meal toys? Heck yeah, dude. Cactus Flea Market meals. Can I check them out? Yeah. You want to see Cactus Boy? Yeah. Toss them my way. Yeah. Got it? Yeah, dude. That's sick. You like that? Yeah. Here, you want to see, uh, you want to see Hamburglar? Oh, you got Hamburglar too? Yeah. Yeah, pass him my way. Look at him. Here you oh, go. Oh, that's all. Oh, okay. Got it? Yeah, man. Dude. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, dude. Keep it over there. I'll get them later. You can play with them. Okay, that's fine. Um, I can't guarantee that Eden won't have them at some point. They're allocated toys, so you better not let her take them. Don't let her mess my toys up. Don't let her mess my toys up, bro. I'll be careful. I'll be careful. I'm sorry. Uh, I guess that's a good uh, way for us to wrap up the fact that we've been talking about McDonald's for about five straight weeks (laughs) on this podcast. (laughs) And we've yet to be sponsored. We're never going to get sponsored by it. You think they want to sponsor a bourbon podcast? What? I mean, they do everything else. What if they did a Happy Meal where they let us like put like a little sample in it? It was adult Happy Meal. Oh, <laughs> it's one of our barrel picks too. Oh, we did a pick <laughs> with McDonald's. Oh my gosh, we call this the McGriddle with cheese, dude. You should really though, like the Cactus Flea Market, like the collaboration they're doing. Yeah, you should see the Nike collabs they've done. Mm. The wildest shoes ever. Though that one of them looks like freaking a piece of trash it looks like oscar the grouch is a shoe cactus flea market nike shoes <laughs> they're out of control that is that is grody dude they're going for like three grand too on secondary i'm gonna have to put a picture if i've definitely put a picture up on the, the yeah, video check version. it out look at the green on that thing oh my gosh <laughs> that is control. that is just disgusting. Anyway, I love it. Not the shoe, but I just love what they're doing. Yeah, it's cool that they they, they did doing that. something different. Yeah, be different, be unique, be be different. Keep be, shit fun. Be radical. And you know what else is radical? How you Cal can follow Bundy. us on social media and check out all the stuff that we do. Uh, by heading over to at my bourbon pod or at whiskey mutant. You can also support us on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Five bucks a month, though, gets you a bunch of bonus content. All the links for all this stuff, they're also in the description of the video, of the audio, uh, the, all, the whole thing, the whole nine yards, and then some. Then some. And then some. That's a called it. Just a just a tip. In, yeah. Your fourth no. an inch, your fourth in inches. It's more than dip. <laughs> a little bit more. Uh-huh. 
Anyway, so we normally start episodes out with a segment called Flying Blind, where one of us blinds the other with a pour, and Eric has blinded me with something this week. I have. I haven't had this in a while. I reached back in the back. This isn't... I'm usually bringing in stuff that I've got that's new and all this, but this is something... I, I reached back in the shelf and saw this, and I was like, we need to revisit this, and yeah. I need to see what Perry thinks. It smells like cookies and cream. Yeah, the Hershey bar one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not like the ice cream necessarily. Like No, it's like a candy bar. Candy bar, cookie. yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit of like clove on it, too. There's some greenery in there. As well, mm. I told you, man. I needed to be sick for a couple of days so my palate could fresh reset. And palette. It is. It is fresh as heck right now. Brother's got a fresh palette. Oh, isn't that so good? Oh, that finish is so nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it goes real <clears throat> graham crackery. I wish on the finish that this bottle wasn't almost empty. I wish it wasn't almost empty so bad. Especially going back to it now. This is better than it's ever been, I think. So me. it's almost empty and you can't get it anymore? Mm-mm. It so, is a batch, an earlier batch of something that there's no way I can get this unless I've really seeked it out. And that, that, I don't even know if somebody would have one. And it's, and when I tell you what it is, it's going to show you the difference in the newer stuff and then the original. I say go for it because I have no idea what this is going to be. Okay. This is Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion. Um, this is one. Yeah. This has 40% Kentucky. 11 years, seven months, mm-hmm. 18% Bardstown Bourbon Company, two years, three months, and 42% Bardstown Bourbon Company, two years, one month. It's got a, a two rye bourbons and a weeded one in it. But it's and got that 11 year in it. Yeah. That's, I. what's the mash bill on the 11 year? 74, 18, 8. That's not turkey, is it? No, it's I, not, because turkey's like... No, I think it's... Are they 12%? It, I don't remember. Is it Barton? Yeah, maybe. 12, 18, 8. Dude, this thing... Yep, there we go. I was like, I haven't had that in so long. <clears throat> I have a, well, like one of the newer fusions or something, and like, it's just crazy. Yeah. That, that older stuff in it just makes it like a different thing. I have Discovery One as well still. I think those first two releases, I mean, you know, yes, we are saying this right now. Oh, did Harold follow you home? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Gary than that. Okay. <laughs> I'll punch him too. <laughs> Fucking Gary. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I haven't seen Harold in a while, so. Probably wounded him. He's probably Gary, in the infirmary. Gary might be our new studio pet anyway uh i those those first couple of releases of fusion and discovery were just just magical man i I mean what a great way for a new company to show up and show out and you know just just be present 
and show people that they can do something really good and something right. that people haven't really seen before either. Um, it, it's, I don't think it, it's not to say that like every release yeah. since then has been bad because no. that's not the case at all. It's just that I have such a fondness for those they, first they few just releases. They the doors down. They really like, did. Yeah. They really, really did. And I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I miss them uh, quite a bit for sure. But regardless, thanks for sharing some of that with me. Yeah, dude. dude we'll, we'll, we'll eventually finish it off together. Let's see eh, if there's only a... Someday. Someday. Not, that day is not yet. Uh, it's still got a little life left today. in it. It's got a little bit of life yeah, left we'd in be, it. Yeah, we'd be setting ourselves up for failure and potentially divorce if we... Mm. <laughs> not... <laughs> we would be together. <laughs> yeah, we'd be living in the same uh, studio apartment. <laughs> Picking up each other's clothes on the lawn. That's a thing that they do these hey, days. Hey, brother, can you... Um, Lucy's going to put a box out for me. Can you go get it? She doesn't want to see me. April <laughs> threw a bag out there. She burnt my shoes. I don't even get I don't even get to have my shoes anymore. She Broken said bourbon she, bottles and shoes everywhere just set on fire in the front yard. She said she'd let me keep my guitars, but if anything were ever to happen, she'd pour all the bourbon down the drain. But she took so. all your guitar picks and put them in the guitar, so you're just constantly <laughs> shaking them to try to get them out. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair trade-off. <laughs> hey, man, uh, what have you been drinking recently? Me? What have you, I been yes, drinking? Yes, you. What have I been drinking? Um, I had some Turkey 101 at the uh, haunted house the other day in my coffee cup. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. That's how, the mutant, that's how the mutant rolls. That's right. Haunted house. Do a mutant roll. Haunted corn maze. Just some good old turkey 101. <laughs> I hate myself. Terry's just shaking his head. I hate myself. Um, what else? I think I can I, cut that out. <laughs> I, um. Went to, uh, we went to Comedy Off-Broadway and uh, watched yeah. Theo Vaughn. So great, so good, so good. And I uh, had a, I was like, give me a neat pour of uh, what do you got? And they told me, and I said, Knob Creek. They had a Knob Creek. And, I was like, and they gave me a Perry pour. Yeah. It was great. Like, I paid for one pour. I probably got four ounces. I went so, when, when I was in, <laughs> when I was in jazz band in high school, we played at Comedy Off Broadway in preparation for like a big gig that we had. And then years later, after I was able to drink, I went to Comedy Off Broadway and watched my my high school jazz band perform there. <laughs> and you drank <laughs> and then, while and you And then watched. I was able to drink. <laughs> yeah. That's it was, perfect. It was great, dude. It was fantastic. They always have just really solid pours at Comedy Off Broadway. Yeah, it was good. Just Knob Creek, yeah. man. I was I enjoyed it. So I, I've just had some some regular some regular stuff that yeah. is just good. It's good to go back to just those shelf normal shelf stuff, yeah. and just remember how good they are. Well, I I had to provide some normal shelf stuff for uh, this wedding that we we went to on Saturday, which was 
uh, BYOB, which I had never been to a wedding like that before. And so uh, I was like, I'm going to bring stuff that I know people are going to see and they're going to go, oh, he's got bourbon. We got to get the bourbon from the guy. We got to get that boy over there with that bourbon. So I brought it. <laughs> I got I got a theory about about you two here in a second. After you tell me about what you've me, been well, about you and Lucy, <laughs> I got some. I got I got a theory. Okay, I don't even know what this theory is, but all right. <laughs> so <laughs> we, uh, so I, I brought Rebel One Hundred, oh. which is mostly gone. Um, we need to talk about Rebel 100 at some point soon because I don't think it's as good as it used to be. I haven't had it in a while. Something's something's changed. I've been Something drinking has, the single barrels that we had. So. Yeah. I I took that, you know that bottle of at uh, that that bottle of um Turkey 81 rye that I've had just sitting around for a while. Yeah. I took that too. <sighs> Because I was like, I just got to have something accessible. And, dude, honestly, pretty daggum good rye. Like, I had, I don't think I had ever actually had the 81-proof rye before. I was pretty blown away by how full of flavor it is. Uh, it's rye season, man. Like we gotta, It is going to be we rye season get, for sure. Yeah. I need, I need to find a good cast strength rye, and it'll just, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be it I for may. me. May have this one coming. Oh. Got a, little, got a little, little bottle coming in the mail. Is it a rare character? It is. From Rare Bird 101? It is. Oh, man. I'm excited. Kentucky. Yeah. 120 proof Kentucky Raw. Oh, yes. Can't wait to try that. Uh, but I also brought a, a, a 10-year Knob Creek pick, which mm. is a new 10-year Knob Creek pick, which, yes, that does mean that they are coming back uh, ever so slowly, I believe. But that makes, I mean, now multiple Knob Creek 10-year picks that I've seen over the past couple of months. So I don't think we're ever going to get, we, we've talked about this a million times before now, but I don't, I don't think we're ever going to get back up to the 15-year uh, age statement for some of those picks. But it's nice to see them getting into double digits again. At the very least. I mean, yeah. I, it, I want to I'll go take and grab one that's actually 10, and I'm not having to do this like long division to figure out if it's <laughs> under 10 or over 10. It's just me looking looking in liquor, liquor barn or Total Wine just trying to like it's that do gif, math. gif of the lady with all the numbers flowing yeah. around her head. And they're yeah. like, you need help? I'm like, no, I'm trying to do math. You just messed me up. I got to start all over, you idiot. Dummy. My daily bourbon, go away. You're <laughs> I can figure this out myself. All right. Tell me about this theory you have. So you you and Lucy, I mean, maybe you're just, you just have more friends than, than me, but you guys go to so many weddings and birthday parties and stuff. Like, I feel like you're at weddings and birthday parties all the time. What's the theory part of this? I think... I think oh, okay. I think you're wedding crashers, and I think <laughs> I think you all have this little thing going on to where you all just go to these weddings and stuff, and you just show up and you just act like you're somebody else, and like you all just you know you bring bourbon, you know what to do. Lucy's like, I want to bring this cute little decanter or this little flask, and you just fit in, and everybody starts drinking around you, and they're like, Oh my god, I 
I remember you guys. The Redders and are that's back. Your, that's your thing. I think you all crash weddings and birthday parties. And then you come back and you make love or something together after after you've just crashed you, you've been successfully crashing this party or this wedding and that's you, your thing this I is, think I think this is I think that's what y'all do you all go to so many weddings and birthday parties this is the worst idea for a Bonnie and Clyde type story that I have ever heard <laughs> in my entire life Bonnie and Clyde, but they're wedding crashers. <laughs> That's what you all do. And you're like, yes, another success. Look, I'm not going to confirm nor deny. I, this I mean, theory. in about two weeks, when you all sh- when you post a picture of you at another wedding, I'm going to be like, fucking told you all, fucking told you. I need to send you the invite for Eden's birthday party. <laughs> And you just make up birthday parties. You just make them up, too. You're like, yeah. Well, <laughs> now that I've been found out. <laughs> oh, let's get to some news, because we've not talked about news in... Oh, my God. Lordy, we lordy, lordy news guess who's been away for 40 weeks. Lordy, lordy, look who's fucking 40. I mean, we it it has been it's been a minute, a hot hot minute since we have been able to to come around to uh, to some news. I hope you're you're ready, Eric, because it's that it's that time of year again. Oh, I know what year it is. What time of the year it is? You know, you didn't know what year it is. That's good. I'm proud of you. Good <laughs> <Get> 2022. <laughs> Yeah, it's so spooky that nobody's going to be able to find uh, Pappy, Pappy, <laughs> any of the Van Winkles. Uh, but everything has been announced for this year, and it seems like there are going to be more bottles available. Um, from from what I understand, but well, like five five extra store or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, and they're all going to be marked up by. You know, three hundred percent. We got extra, extra Van Winkle ten. That ain't fucking puppy. <laughs> hey, it is to some people. Anyway, uh, old Rip Van Winkle, ten year old, one hundred seven proof, seventy bucks a bottle. Mm. Van Winkle Special Reserve Bourbon, twelve year old, uh, ninety proof, eighty dollars a bottle. AKA Lot B. Returning for the first time in a while. Van Winkle Reserve Rye. You know, out of everything that comes out, I would love to get a Van Winkle Rye. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That would be the the one that I'd easily be the most curious about. So if you're listening, send us an email. This is my verb shop at gmail.com. Nobody's listening. Oh, shit. We just do this for each other now. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I Anyway. It is, where's that number? 95.6 proof, $120 a bottle. Van Winkle, excuse me, Pappy, 15. Pappy. Looks like it's going to be 107 proof. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Uh, 20-year-old bourbon, 90.4 proof, $200 a bottle. Oh, sorry, the 15-year was $120 a bottle. I don't know if I said that. I think I did, but I could be wrong. Uh, and then the 23-year-old at 95.6 proof for $300 a bottle. I did not realize 
And I mean, it, it makes sense, but I, I really didn't realize that the MSRP of the 23 year old was $300. I, mean, I didn't know. I mean, it's never anything I even worried about. Yeah, Cause, at. Cause we've never seen, yeah, we've never seen it in person before or anything, but, uh, I, you know, in a perfect world, I mean, I would like to be able to pick up the, the rye. Yeah. I pick up any one of them at that price. I mean, truth, truth be told, I, I probably would too, <laughs> but I don't, don't overpay. Nah. for these at all e.h taylor barrel finished bigfoot beer from sierra nevada's uh from sierra nevada rather the the brewery uh it says it's its highest abv release ever at 15 percent. damn <laughs> so 30 proof a 30 proof beer and it comes in 750 Fuck. ml bottles so what kind of beer is this? Because I've I've not looked into this thing. Uh, let's see. I know it, it was online there once. Somebody got one. I yeah, think. it is a barley wine style ale aged in unheard of seven years. Wow! And the last year uh, in Taylor small batch barrels. How does beer stay in? How does it not go flat for seven years? How does that work? <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I imagine that there's something that happens. Like they seal it somehow and it just stays Well, good. It, that or... I, I don't know. I, I know Somebody that, tell us after this. Somebody please <laughs> we'll, let us know. We'll, send us, we'll get send 15 us an email. messages. Yeah, we're going to have plenty of, plenty of correspondence after us floundering about that. <laughs> so barley wine, like have, barley wine. Is there something that you think I've had that's similar to that? Cause I have no idea what barley wine beer is. Mm, I don't think that you would have had anything mm. quite like it, which comes is okay, in a tube though. though. I like tubes comes in a tube and it's a seven fifty mil bottle. There you go. I, know I that love part. it. I love it. Um, I'm not seeing a price anywhere. Oh, it's sold out already, too. Oh. $20, $29 a bottle. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. For I do know somebody who who uh, is, they had to they had to purchase some and get it shipped to us. Ooh. So he's maybe. a cowboy in a steel horse he rides. He's wanted dead or alive. Is we he going to give you one? I don't know. I don't want to put words in his mouth, either. I'd say just steal one. No. What? There's a limit to three per person. You think he's not going to get home? It fell off the truck. Be... It fell off the truck. That's uh-huh. what they say, right? Yeah, because I'm going to open his his box before he even it fell gets here truck. to pick it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Castle and Key has released their first weeded bourbon in two different batches. Hmm. Uh, batch one, 60 bucks a bottle at 100 proof, and batch two is at 98 proof for 60 bucks a bottle. Um, what... I have heard about the 100 proof batch is that they had intended for this initially to be a bottled and bond release, but they were worried that they weren't going to have enough barrels from the same time, time period from the same distillation season. Right. Cause you know, it's got to go through all those things. Right. 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 And I, so they, they went ahead and made this, this batch up. And turns out that they kind of did have enough, but it was easier for them to just say 100 proof. 
What is going on over there? I don't know, man. I don't so know. It's, so it's not four years old? No, it is four years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's um, that's pushing the limit of a weeded bourbon. Like it's pretty that's, close. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Um I still I still want to try it. Oh yeah, I want to try everything. Still, still want to try it. I uh, got a bunch of releases to talk about, and this is going back weeks <laughs> at this at this point. What did we even do last week? Um, uh, we had our McGriddle debate. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what we decided to do instead of doing. <laughs> yeah, we reviewed a Scott doing news. <laughs> well, this was actually announced at. Uh, at Bourbon and Beyond, but the blackened and Wes Henderson white port wine cask finished mm. bourbon. Non-age stated. One sixteen point two proof. Hundred okay. bucks a bottle. Looks like it's already out, uh, but in limited quantities. Uh, I love it that Wes Henderson's like, all right, I'm retiring, and like eight seconds later, he goes, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Post, first post-retirement project, it says. I just pulled up the link you sent. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have hobbies. <laughs> Even if your hobbies are what you retired from doing. <laughs> right. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Back. Don't call it's it like, a comeback. It's like, I've been here for years. <laughs> like freaking MJ coming back out of retirement. Hey, speaking of Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion. It's Fusion 8. Mm. Uh, wow, that math is hard. 95.5, I think. 65 bucks a bottle. Limited availability. Uh, the whiskey features two high-rise four-year-old bourbons distilled at Bardstown. It's oldest whiskey released to date, uh, as well as a sourced 12-year-old Kentucky bourbon. Mm. Mm. A new Hirsch release. I can't say that. <laughs> Biv- bivouac. Oh, why'd you call me? Yep. Well, let's move on. It's a hundred proof and a hundred bucks a bottle or fifty bucks a bottle. Jabberwocky. Here's a fun one: New Liberty Bloody Butcher Sour Mash. Bloody Butcher. Straight bourbon from Pennsylvania, three-year-old, ninety-five point ninety-ninety-five proof. Yeah. Uh, $25 for a 200 ml only available in Pennsylvania. Pretty uh, much 25 200, bucks a bottle. 200 ml, you said? Now, now, yes, but here's the thing. We were paying three, or excuse me, 30 bucks for Elijah Craig grenades, and that was the same size. And we oh, were yeah. doing that all day long and twice on Sundays. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We got to... <laughs> We got to draw the line somewhere. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 70% bloody butcher corn, 27% malted rye, and 3% malted barley. Double pot distilled and aged for three years in 53-gallon barrels. Hmm. Uh, I've got some New Liberty. Is that what it's called? Yeah, New Liberty bourbon. Liberty, Liberty. Pinhook Rye Money. Money. 22 edition, straight rye, non-age stated, 99 proof. 40 bucks bottle nationwide. Heck yeah, dude. Available. Uh, this year's flagship rye has a mash bill of 60% rye, 20% corn, 20% malted barley. Distilled in age for two plus years at Castle and Key. I like that. Oh, big release. A big release that I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm excited about. 
The one that I have to make myself get. Why do you have to make yourself get it? Because you want it. I want it. I'm. I was just saying. Like I'm not going to like. You're you're twisting your own arm. No, no, no. no. I'm saying like I'll do bad things for it. I have to get it. I have to get it. You have to. Yeah. Wild turkey, master's keep, unforgotten. Mm. Blend of bourbon and rye. Tell me, baby. Non-age stated. Okay, you something. Give me something more. What? One oh three proof. Two hundred bucks a bottle. <laughs> Give me some more, baby. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to talk a little bit more dirty to me. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm, I don't know what else to tell you, man. It, it's yeah. it's basically forgiven. It's um, in a box. It's wild turkey. I'll buy it. <laughs> but it's. It's a blend of 13-year-old bourbon and 8- and 9-year-old ryes. Finished okay. in rye, rye barrels and non-chill filtered. Um, I think that, if I, if I remember correctly, Dave Jennings, Rare Bird 101, uh, posted a photo not too long ago of the... Uh, the turkey distillery and the woman who actually did un, or that did forgiven like the she, who at you know Messed caused that whole debacle yeah. uh is actually still working there Heck yeah. like he was able to get a picture so she of her she was forgiven she was forgiven yeah she was not forgotten though yeah that's why we call it unforgotten yeah Okay, I'm I'm okay with you know. I'm okay you, with it. I'm okay I'm, with it. I want it. Uh, make. Go sorry. ahead. No, I was gonna say finished in rye barrels is very interesting. To yeah, me. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, they call my eye. Maker's Wood Finishing Series BRTO one. B R. Guess one hundred five point four proof, sixty bucks a bottle. Limited availability. Uh, and then also BRTO2. Mm. <laughs> Imagine that. 105.4 proof. Also 60 bucks a bottle. And also limited availability. Have to blend them together. See if uh, it's yeah. I, I can't help but be excited about these. Um, I know we're going to have to work a little bit to find them or to get them. But, you know... The whiskey drop thing that they do is expansive. Yeah. So they usually they usually show up in the stores and they're pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm not shop. I'm not too worried about it. Um, I mean, you you could get one. I could get one. Yeah. <laughs> Barrel Craft Spirits Gray Label Bourbon 2022 Edition. Don't you have that sitting right there? Yeah. There it is. Is this it? Oh no, that's the dovetail. I was gonna say, damn, it's gone. <laughs> it's we haven't, gone. E- haven't even reviewed it yet. <laughs> it's gone. Crap! What happened? It's around here somewhere. <laughs> we got a lot of. We got Do a lot of continues. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Hey. <laughs> uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Indiana bourbons, straight bourbons, mind you. One hundred point. Uh, we'll say one hundred point six proof. Okay. I think it's 100.58. 250 bucks a bottle. 
limited to 13,500 bottles. Uh, I'm really excited about uh, us getting to talk about this. Yeah. So we, we, we see. We, we see. see. Chattanooga. Oh, we've got a Chattanooga sample that we've got to drink. It's from Ben DeGagne. Hmm. He sent it to us and I forgot about it. What is it? As I do with most samples that get sent. That's why we made a whole extra show about it. If you want to check that out, go to patreon.com. That's my room <laughs> podcast. Everything's a commercial. <laughs> Chattanooga Bottled and Bond, fall 2018. Straight bourbon, Tennessee. Four-year-old, 100 proof, 53 bucks a bottle. Uh, they've been, I mean, they've been great. You know, I, I have no reason not to. Oh, I love, I uh, love what Chattanooga's doing. Yeah, me too. Uncle Nearest Rye. It's Canadian straight rye at four mm. years old. And it looks to be 105.8 proof. Whew, 150 bucks a bottle. That a lot. It's their first Distillery rye whiskey. exclusive. Yeah, so. it's it's also their first rye. Mm. So. Now, <laughs> let's talk about this. Okay. A new Remus. New Indiana straight bourbon. It's the Gatsby Reserve. Oh, that's the ones that's in those boxes. Yeah. Like, like, it's like fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It op- it opens up like the they, the cars of the future that they thought we were gonna have. It's like Hellraiser. They're like doing the puzzles <laughs> and stuff, and it's like whoosh, it opens up and then it just cuts you. Is the new one new ones out? Right. Oh yeah, I just watched it. All right, we'll get to it. Uh, anyway, the Remus Gatsby Reserve, 15 years old, 97.8 proof, 200 bucks a bottle. Here's the thing. I really want to try this. Two, that's a lot of money for this. And all, does it, so is this 15 year MGP stock? Uh-huh. Yeah. Got intrigued. <laughs> I mean, if we can if we can find it, we may as well split it. I'll open Pandora's box. All right. I've seen that box. Yeah. Um it's it's weird though, because like MGP or Ross and Squibb or Remus or whatever you want to say, uh, they don't really do media samples. So we haven't had the chance to even request this, but I would I would like to. I would like to try it out. Just Seagram's to, might though. Oh, I didn't think about Seagram's. Yeah, send a little message. We'll give him a holler. All right, give him a little holler. Okay. Few bottled and bond rides, straight rye, of course, from Illinois. Hundred proof, fifty bucks a bottle. Limited to seventy two hundred bottles. We should have a, uh, a review uh, bottle of that coming our way. Nice. Before too long, Garrison Brothers Cowboy Bourbon, Texas Straight Bourbon, Eric's favorite place for bourbon. Mm hmm. <laughs> 134? 130, yeah, 134.8. Dang. Damn. Uh, 250 bucks a bottle. Hey. From a selection of 25 gallon barrels aged between eight and nine years. I mean, I'd be willing to try it, especially at that, that's a. Uh, that particular proof point, but 
Who's the site? Templeton Barrel Strength 2022 release straight ride from Indiana. Non-age stated 114.6 proof. 60 bucks a bottle. Uh, my goodness gracious, there's so many releases. Uh, our friends over at Broken Barrel, Luciferous, American Single Malt from Indiana. What's a disease? Is it like Lucifer? Oh, I thought you said syphilis. No, Luciferous. Oh. Kind of yes. Like... Yes, a distiller or a whiskey company has decided to name their products after an STI. Hey, he... Dude, dude, dude just does what he wants to. He was going to name... We were going to collab on the Skid Row one, remember? I yeah. remember. Yeah. Remember that? I wouldn't be... I wouldn't put past I remember. Uh, anyway, three-year-old Indiana American single malt, 121.6 proof. Or 122.6 proof, excuse me. Only 780 bottles. Yeah, 70 bucks Ooh. as well. Uh... The oak bill was 80% Amaro barrels and 20% French oak staves. They love them, some uh, French oak staves at mm-hmm. Broken Barrel. Oak and Eden Wheat and Honey, Indiana finished bourbon. Non-age stated 90 proof, 60 bucks a bottle. What's the honey from? Oak and, oak and Eden is known for bottling its whiskey oh. with an oak spire inside. Spire, okay. But its latest bourbon, part of the infused series, goes a step further, as the spire was previously soaked in honey. Mm. Oof. The whiskey has a mash bill of 51% corn, 45% wheat, and 4% malted barley. Huh. Kind of want to try it. I want to try it too, but uh, I don't know, man. I think we can make that ourselves. I think you did make that yourself once. Oh, on a live stream a couple. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, never talk, we never talked about that on the <laughs> podcast, did we? I think we mentioned it briefly. Maybe we did. I don't know. Fortuna. I've seen this one. Have you seen it like in the wild? No, I've seen people posting oh, okay. about it. <clears throat> Six-year-old Kentucky Stray Bourbon Whiskey. 102 proof. $85 bottle. Looks like it's out. Uh, I love the label on this. Yeah. It's like a, it's bottle. like a old school bourbon label. Oh, it's a revival of a 19th century label that lasted until the 1960s. And it's from the folks at Rare Character. Awesome. Yeah. I, great stuff. I want to I try that really, really badly. Oh, my gosh. We don't have to talk about this next one, but look at the bottle shape what of this. What the hell is that? That is incredible. Bowmore Arc 52. It looks like it's in a freaking... looks like the Sydney Opera House. Yeah. It's like a pyramid, but a bean shaped at the bottom. Dang. Fifty-two years old, seventy-five thousand dollars a bottle. Only seventy-five k. Hey, that's a Tuesday at the at the Pokies. Yeah, I was working an extra day or two in that one. Hey, that's kind of cool though. The McAllen has a James Bond 60th anniversary release. Single malt, non-age stated eight hundred dollars. How do people oh afford these gosh. things? Fucking scotch. How do you do Golly. this? Uh... Lordy, lordy, look who cost $40,000. Uh, that tickled me way more than it should have. <laughs> Knob Creek, Jim Beam, they've officially, officially rather announced the 18-year-old release at 100 proof, 170 now, bucks a bottle. Now they say October. I've seen this thing for the past, for over yeah, a month. It's now. it's been out for at least a month, but I think that's yeah. part of the, you know, Kentucky you know, Kentucky 
Kentucky. Did you see this next one? Uh, we have a little experience with this. Oh, Octomore 13.1. Eric. Oh, it's your it's your baby. <laughs> it's it's my little my little it's lover. Ba- my scotch a- lover. <laughs> Don't go for me calling it your baby to you going, it's my lover. No, it was like Mariah Carey, because you'll always be my baby. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. 118.4 proof, $220 a bottle, five years old. I want to try it. <laughs> God, there's a lot. Did they bring out like 15 at a time? 3.13.1, then the next bottle oh, 13.2, then the next one 13.3. Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway. I, I want to try. try. I think there's a big one you need to talk about here. Basil Hayden, Hayden red wine cask finished? Yeah. yeah. Wow, look at that. It's not age stated. Look at that. Look at the proof. Look at that. It's 80 proof. Yeah. Hey, look at that. It's $60 a bottle. Yeah. Wait. Okay. They bold this thing here. What does that even mean? I can't even pronounce that word. No crafted the whiskey with... A per a- aperitif a- sipping in mind. What is so, that? So aperitif, like an aperitif, is. I think what it roughly translates to is like. After dinner. Oh. Or dessert? after, or after, kind of, yeah, um, like. Oh, it's clickable. Aperitifs and digestifs are drinks typically alcoholic that are normally served. Oh. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Please don't send me an email. Uh, that are normally served before aperitif or after digestive a meal. I'm so confused. This is not anything Basil Hayden should be even associated with. Oh. This is too confusing. Let's just move on. Oh, High yeah. West of Midwinter Nights Dram Act 10. I guess the oh. encore wasn't the end of the. <laughs> the there it is. Oh, wait, here's the. Oh. In honor of the tenth anniversary, the encore. We need to we need to find out if the encore actually is the end of the because it can't go on forever, right? Wait until they start doing the play within a play <laughs> editions of where's Winter the, Night's Dream. <laughs> where's the commission? Uh, what what's the middle? Uh, the intermission. <laughs> intermission. Where's the intermission at? Where's the commission? I don't know what I was saying. How much is Shakespeare making off of this? <laughs> How much you get paid? What's your commission? What's the Shakespeare estate making? <laughs> Somebody go find Anne Hathaway. Uh, Fourgate split stave by Kelvin. Finished bourbon from Fourgate, Kentucky. Seven-year-old. 116.1 proof. $175 a bottle. Um, Widow Jane the Vaults. 2022, 14-year-old Tennessee and Indiana bourbon. 99 proof. 250 bucks. Got a review bottle of that coming our way, too. Oh, heck yeah. Boy, howdy. Uh, there's just a lot of releases. And I think we've done enough of them. <laughs> Unless there's anything that you think we need to talk about. I don't see anything. Yeah, let's, let's just go ahead and move on to some TTB labels before we get to our reviews. Reviews. Wilderness Trail Rye Maple Barrel Finish. Oh, give me all of it now. Give me all of it now. Give me all of it. The funny thing is... 104 proof. Macaulay posted stories as this was being crafted. 
That's cool. It's like I'm working on this little thing here, and I was like, "Wow, oh, come on, come on, look at that thing, look at that maple bird. Come on, little bit. Give me a little. Come bit. on, put a little bit. Come on, give me a little something, something. No, I'm talking about. But yeah, I want that. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying here. <laughs> here's a here's a good one that we need to uh, we need to address. Uh, Colonel Taylor. Mm-hmm. Single barrel cast strength. Straight bourbon whiskey. <laughs> Do you see the one I'm talking about here, Eric? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's a lady chomping on a ear what of corn. What is going on here? That looks like I it's been corn. freshly. It's it's got it's it's got the knobs and the juice or whatever. It's got the juice. It's a lump it's with the knobs. Juice. Uh, one sixteenth. I don't even know what that is, dude. I don't know why. Why am I even talking about it? It's stupid. <laughs> Talk about it. I don't want to. Okay, go on. <laughs> I stopped caring halfway through that. 2XO, two times oak by Dexon. Uh, yeah, Dex, Dexon Didman. Dixon Deadman. Dexon Deadman. Dexter in- <laughs> Deadman. <laughs> this is the innkeeper's blend at 104 proof. Uh, it's the second release in the ongoing small batch blend series from 2XO, two times oak. Each release is unique, created by blending select stocks of my finest barrels and crafted using my double barreling process. The Innkeeper's Blend pays homage to my family's long history and hospitality and the values instilled along the way. Never forget your past. Oh, boy, Eric. Hidden Barn Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey finished in Madeira casks. Lord. Is it? 104 proof. But, but hey, that's not all. Hidden Barn Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey weeded mash bill. 100 proof. Aren't you excited? Eric. Yeah. Eric. What? Aren't you excited, Eric? Uh. What's the matter, Eric? Uh. What's wrong? Come on, buddy. What's I the mean, matter? They've given me so much to look forward to. <laughs> yes. Isn't it too soon to be doing a finished? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know what you want me to say here. Yes, it is. Right. I mean, I'm just yeah, just straight up. It's too yeah. soon. But, but you know what? You know what we need is that that meme of that guy crying, and it's him just going, "Bro, you got to do this with me, bro." Or like, "You got to try this." <laughs> He's like, <laughs> "It's like, bro, you don't understand. It was selected by Jackie Saikan, and she she made it herself, bro. Bro, she had COVID, so you got to forgive her a little bit, bro." Do you know what I'm talking about? Or yes, I'm just <laughs> laughing at the she had COVID. Forgive her, bro. <laughs> Castle and Key, the Wool Gatherer, Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. Out. Put Kentucky. that label up on the screen. I love, I love this label. For real? You don't like it? No. I think it's cool. Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey finished in Vino de Naranja barrels. What? Orange wine barrels. Okay, that's better. <laughs> Vino de Naranja. <laughs> More time. <laughs> they love the barrage. Vino de Naranja. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever think that they just pick these finishes and they're like some dumb asses not going to even know what to say. And you ever think that... No, they're just that, me. They're looking at me the whole time. Yeah. 
104, 109 proof, rather. Kentucky straight rye whiskey. All right. <laughs> really fizzled out there at the end with the... You come to me, man. You're looking for some warmed barrels. All right, let's review some stuff. <laughs> All right. I want to say congratulations. Yeah, I, I'm going to accept the congratulations from you. You worked for it. Um, you beat no. me. You beat me yeah. in the challenge. Mm-hmm. But also, this is the first time that Jack Daniels has sent some samples. I, well, to us. <laughs> the first time they've sent them to us. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah to, like to they've the sent they've sent them to other. They sent me a random page that says, send a message to this and we'll see if we can get back to you. They said, they said, thanks for getting in contact with us. Uh, this is the wrong, you're dumb. Go away. And yeah. And I said, oh shit, I'm my daily burger. <laughs> but so these are the two newest distillery series releases from Jack Daniels. The first one is a high toast oak finished rye whiskey. High toast oak. And both of these are one a warm one o one proof. Excuse me, I was reading the word warm as I was reading or saying out loud one o one proof. Are these? Um, I know that they sent it to us in these. Are these uh, like in the three fifties or whatever they yeah, are? Yeah, the three seven the three seven three seven five. Sorry. Yep. Um, just like the uh, what? We got one over here. The selection Tennessee tasters, kind of mm-hmm. like those bottles. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which one yep. are we doing first? Well, I would like to start with the uh, the toasted oak. Toasted oak finished, aged in charred white oak barrels, then finished in our proprietary high toast <sighs> no char oak barrels. <laughs> uh, this rye whiskey was originally barreled in the summer of 2014, and then rebarreled in high toast no no char oak barrels in October of 2019. So pretty daggone old rye whiskey. I mean, it's it's eight years old, pretty much. That smells amazing. It's pretty great, right? Oh my! That is something. So this is going to be available at the the Jack Distillery and in select stores. In Tennessee. Oh, it's like it's like a rye. Like you've drank rye and you've got the rye like flavors in you, but there's like a fresh pot of like the best coffee yeah. you've ever smelled. I I know I say <sighs> this a lot, but this is like an ideal cigar smoking whiskey for me. I mean, I, I get a lot of just very freshly cut tobacco on the nose on this. My word. Dude, I, I can smell that all day. That's That smells so good. It's not like I'm getting like these overwhelming like 100 different notes. It's just like this like it's like fresh brewed coffee and you drink rye and stuff. And speaking of coffee. 
It tastes like when you put coffee or bourbon in your coffee. The finish is coffee all day long. Yeah, it's it's very mocha-y. It's almost, oh, I get like a, um, oh, dude, that is straight up coffee. Yeah. Oh, it's coffee with like um, some spices, like uh, like some ginger on top of it. Like yeah, if they for shave, sure. shave some ginger over some. Yeah, it's very, it's very gourmet coffee. Mm-hmm. Almost. Uh, <laughs> I love. I love this so much. Oh, that is good, dude. I'll drink. I'll drink that for breakfast. And there's almost like a, um, like a foam, like a vanilla foam, yeah. in there too. This is, like a like you said, this is a coffee with like a, a, a vanilla foam on top with like some ginger, like sprinkled on top of it. This is like, this Christmas morning. Let me just say. Oh, wow. These these two releases very quickly jumped up into uh, at least a noteworthy category for my wow. top tens of, of this year. Freaking good. Yeah. Wow. I actually went ahead and I poured the, the maple the next to it as well, just for the sake of... Is this a rye as well, or is this... This perfect? is also a rye. Okay. Finished in high toast maple barrels. Now, this one is a rye that was originally barreled in March 2017. Uh, then finished in high cho- high toast, excuse me, no char maple barrels in September of 2021. So this one's about five years, five and a half, uh, as opposed to the eight year. Okay. Now, I also did pour a little, I'm just going to have to kill this, uh, a little bit of the Pursuit United rye. Next to it, because this is the ongoing quest to determine whether or not anything is going to, rye-wise at least, uh, going to to beat the Pursuit United rye. Let me get get my bottle out here. (laughs) Sorry, I know that's just twisting your arm, having having to drink that one. I just made me twist my arm over here and just get this... And I don't want to. I don't want to get into the the pursuit of it all just yet. I wanted to have it ready. Most. I mean, go ahead and pour it. I did. Just like, I, no, I just meant. I meant like the I pursuit didn't. of it all. <laughs> I just mean I didn't want to like go ahead and drink it before we we got to try the the maple. Gotcha. I know. Together. Uh, this one is also one hundred and one proof. Very different. It is mapley, but it's also this. It's almost like oatmeal. Like if you were to pour like an oatmeal cream pie. See, I was thinking if you were like like a bowl of oatmeal, and you actually poured maple syrup over it. But I do see the the it's, oatmeal cream pie too. If if the first one is coffee. This one is. This one is almost it's, like it's the sweet that you get with it, like a donut yeah. or something. Finishes well weird on that one. I like the nose better than the palate on the second one. You know what's what's interesting about the the maple finish is that it goes almost towards. I would have thought that it was more of a like a 
a wine finished. Yeah. But then I do kind of get this like honeycomb thing going on too on the finish. Like un like like raw honeycomb that you would get like like not, you know, in the store or like in a bag or anything. Like it's like you literally just took it like out of a <laughs> a hive. You yeah. found a you found a honeycomb just kind of laying well, around. I, I mean, it's not the same note, but it's very like nature like. No, it is. Yeah. Sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. The very, finish very is very natural. 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 It's nature boy. Um woo. Woo. Uh, woo. <laughs> we can move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this one. I'm 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 not digging it as much. I'm really surprised by that. And maybe yeah. it is because it does kind of remind me more of being a, you know, like a wine finished. Yeah. Like it's got some of that dryness, a little bit of the bitterness on it that a, a wine finished whiskey might have. It's kind of rhubarby. It reminds me Yeah, of, yeah, for sure. Like a bitter like a bitter the, root. Like a bitter green. Like I see like yeah. purple and green when I drink this and it's kind of bitter. Uh, almost like you want you need to like acclimate yourself to it a little bit. Like it gets better to me as it's sit there for a little bit. Initially, it was very off-putting, um, but it's it's gotten a little better as I've drank on it. I I like it. I think it's it, it's especially different from most of the other rides that we've had this year, uh, or any rides really in recent memory that have been out. Yeah, it's it's definitely different. It's got one of those. It's just got a note that I think. It's it's one of those sour, not off-putting notes that you're either going to like it or you're not, you know. Yeah. I don't think I'm enjoying it as much. I think I'm I'm pretty stuck on that first one. Honestly, like it I, it's it's definitely the top for me as far as these two go. Well, the good news is they're the same price, so that's good. What's you wouldn't the price? have to uh, forty one ninety nine. Honestly, I'm not. I would. I would still buy both of those for that. Price. No, I think I would too. I think I would too. I, and I wanna... yeah, I, I think I'm in the same boat as you that I would prefer to have the the toast over the yeah. maple. But even still, the maple finish for what it is is so it's so fun and it's so unique. Yeah, it's different. different. It's different. For yeah. Sure. So Man. you're making you're making some faces going back and forth between the pursuit and the and the oak. Oh, you serious? That that nose. I mean, they're close. I I but they go in different they go in different directions. Well, the pursuit is definitely more traditional raw. Like uh, I think I think the fact that I smell the the Jack Daniels and it's like this coffee and I'm like, what is going on here? Oh, but that pursuit though. I mean the palette though, it's no it's a no brainer on the palette. The pursuit is still hands down 
the winner. It's more bold. Uh, it overwhelms all the all the stuff on that, but the nose come close to it. Like the nose on the on the um, the toasted oak. Is that what it is? Toasted oak, right? Yeah. High toast Dude, oak barrels. That's special. That nose is special. And the palate is is so good. It's not. It's it's. I mean, just being honest, it's not going to overthrow the pursuit as far no, as the I, rise I, goes. The the pursuit is still my my favorite ride that's come out this year. And I think I think it's my favorite ride that's come out over the past few years. Yeah, and I think it's <laughs> fair to um as everyone who listens and follows along, they're going to want us to compare that each time we oh, get for a ride. Sure. For sure. But, I mean, we are getting closer and closer to, you know, our our top 10 lists for for the year, which I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that to be the... (laughs) I I just got used to saying 2022. Do I really want to have to start getting used to saying 2023? I hate trying to write it. I mean, really? Well, and I fill out papers at work and stuff. You put 23 on. I mess up for like the first month. It sucks. (laughs) Dude, I love the nose. I love the nose. I love the nose on the, like, the maple is good. I don't care to pay. If I saw that, I would buy them both. But yeah. out of the two, that 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 toasted oak, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty well, good. I say it's time for us to do us a review then. Let me get my calculator out. <laughs> so, our review system. Let me get that machine out that. Give me that clicker. That puts numbers down for me. On the show, we got a review system of nose, palette, finish, and price. Each category is out of five. That's the final score out of 20. You can do any other kind of math that you might want to do if you want to, you know, adjust it to your scale. You can use one of those things that you just slide the things. Yeah, across. an abacus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rye finishing abacus barrels. That was, that was a really good joke. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just put that on the label. Nobody would know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Eric knows on the Jack Daniels Distillery Series high toast oak finished rye whiskey. 4.5. Dude, it's great. I'm yeah. giving it I'm it's giving almost it a four. perfect. Yeah. Almost perfect. Oh, it's it's got that and it's not just coffee. And I think you kind of mentioned this too. It's like you brewed a pot of coffee, and it's just kind of lingering mm-hmm. around you. Yeah, you're drinking like some rye or something, and you're like, "Oh, somebody just brewed <clears> some <throat> coffee," and like it's filling the room up with like whatever else you're drinking or eating. Like you're you're mixing it with coffee. Oh, it's so good. It's so you know what I I want to see now is like uh, a coffee cake infused with this. <sighs> How good oh, would that be, though? God. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a foodgasm right there. Yeah. Whew. That's making me feel something. Palette for me is a 3.5. Dude, same. I just put 3.5. Hey. So good. I found the barrel. There it is. It was in a bigger bottle than I thought it was. Yeah, palette. Palette's good. I still like the nose a little bit, but I mean, yeah, three point five. Like it's better than just average. Like I think the 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 finish is about on par with the the maybe just a little bit tapered off from the 
the palette. I'm going to give it a three. I give it a three because uh, I give the palette a three point five, and I, like you said, the finish is a little, little short. Yeah, a little less coffee, but it's still there. So I said three. Yeah. Don't mind the price either at forty one ninety nine. Uh, distillery exclusive in in particular stores in in Tennessee. Um, I've not had a bad one of these releases yet, whether it's the Tennessee Tasters or the Distillery Series. Uh, I think that Jack Daniels understands what it means to put out a, a limited or a special release. And they, they pretty much always hit it out of the park with it. Uh, and I mean, if you see it at $42, that's a... That's almost an immediate buy. I gave it a four for me. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three point five. Yeah, I think that's fine. I yeah. think it's yeah. if, and it's one of those things. If this was a 750 ml, I would pay eighty dollars for it. Like, yeah, no brainer. Yeah. So my final score was a fourteen out of twenty. Fifteen. Yeah. I I mean, <laughs> get get this one if you see. Yeah. It. Get this get one. me one. Get me yeah. one if you see. I'll take it. yeah. I'll take another too because I've been I've been sharing it with Eric and sharing it around. My dad had some last night with me too. And oh, Papa, oh, Papa Bear. Now let's move on to the high toast maple barrels. The maple. Now I might have misspoken a little bit earlier, and I apologize if I did so, and said that this was actually high toast maple syrup barrels. I apologize for that if I did say that. This is maple wood. Okay. So the barrels themselves are constructed of maple. And that makes sense. I think that's why I wasn't getting as sweet, probably. Yeah. Maybe. Cause it's I wood do still, but I do still get a, a syrupy quality to this. And it's definitely the most evident on the nose and like the very front end of the palate for me. Yeah. Man, I, I smell oatmeal cream pie on that. Ever since we talked about it. Yeah. I really enjoy the nose on this one. But you, what are you, th- what are you thinking? I gave it making, a three. You're making some faces. I was going to give it a 3.5. I gave it a three. No, I'm, I was thinking of other stuff, but I enjoyed the nose more than the palate. I gave the palate moving on a 2.5. It's not bad. It's just, it took me a few drinks to get used to it. To start enjoying it, I get this kind Dude, of I'd, I'd, rhubarby like sourness to it. See, I like that journey that it takes me on, though, because I, I am kind of getting the same like bitterness to it, but it's also being complemented with a very dominant sweet sugary note as well that reminds me of like a molasses or well, I guess maple maple syrup. You know, I, if I was going to put it as the sweet note, it would be when it's been a long time, but it kind of it's kind of one of those memories that sticks out. It's like honeysuckle when you're like outside yeah. and you, you grab one. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, leafy and stuff like that, but it's a little bit of sweet. So yeah. it's kind of like we said, it's natural. There's almost like a natural and sweet to it. Yeah. Um, I I really like the palate on this one. Um, giving it a four. Damn, I like yeah. that. 
I think the finish is easily the weakest part of this one. Yeah. Not to say that it's like bad, but it it, it just kind it just disappears very quickly. Uh, it's a two for me on the finish. Um, I gave it a two point five, just because it was almost the same as the palette. Like it just kind of like continued on from the palette to the finish, and like I didn't, I didn't mind it. I didn't hate it. It was just, it was just there. Two point five, just yeah. same as the palette to me. Yeah. And then the price. I mean, it's also forty one ninety nine. I I got to give it a, th- a three point five as well. I mean, th- this is still a a, a pickup for me because yeah. it, it is different, and I think it's something you could have a lot of fun throwing around with for people to to try, especially because as you know, Kentucky bourbon drinkers, you see that Jack Daniels and people kind of turn their nose up a little bit. Like, I don't know about I that. I don't even man. have to repeat the story. I've told I, know, I, know, I, know, I 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 know. I'll give my, it the my, same, 3.5. But my, so. my point just being that, you know, I think if if people are limiting themselves as bourbon drinkers to just the standard Jack Daniels offering, they are failing to recognize that this is a brand and this is a, prof, uh, a portfolio, rather, that has something basically to offer to everybody. Yes. And these two expressions, I think, are another good indication that not only is Jack Daniels aware of their their clientele, but they are very in tune with the fact that it is not difficult to create and then market products for a diverse group of whiskey drinkers. And the these are spectacular releases. Yeah, I I think they did a, a really really great job with these. Uh, yes, I would buy both of them. I'm happy with the price. I like one more than the other, but I would want both of them in my collection <laughs> if I had the chance. So. Yeah, and I mean, I I gave the the Maple Barrel a 13 out of 20, which is right next to a 14 out of 20 on the the Oak Barrel. Mine was so, 11.5. So. Well, that's quite a quite a drop off for you, but even still, that'd be I hard. think I think you figured that out. I think people, I are, yeah, people, are but still, gonna... it's better than some of the stuff we've had. That is true. Way better. Yes, some um, of the stuff should be hidden. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is. I want these. I want these. Now that being said, I I don't think either of these can dethrone. Pursuit United Ride. No, that's still our favorite ride. No doubt. And I just keep getting reminded of how spectacular this rye is. Anytime it has to go up against anything else. Like, even if the other rye is good, this one just destroys the competition. Yeah. Absolutely blows it out of the water. It's special. Like, it's going to be, yeah. If something, if we, one of us buys something or we get a sample of a rye, that overtakes that it's going to be fucking fantastic like you know what i mean like it would have to be amazing we are we're definitely gonna be like this is an ongoing thing now has to be it's been a good year for rye (sighs) yeah like it's just it's just been a really good rye year i love rye dude like i just look around like at my stuff like i've got i've got these 
new wilderness trail rise i need to bring over and let you have some of it and it's like yeah i can't wait i'm all about some rye i'm excited to find out about the uh antique collection rise too <sighs> soon, i wish saz rye would just fucking just go crazy and be like what the hell is this what is this what's going on, what is going on? so we haven't we haven't had them in a while but I, th- I think it's time to bring back some high-proof hot takes. Oh, I know too. you got one. You wrote one down. I wrote one down in my phone. You Tell had me. one, too, last week that you said you were going to do. Yeah. And you wound up right not because we had good vibes going last week. But, yeah, go ahead and do yours. Listen, if you're listening, sit down. If you're watching, look me in the eyes. If your friends... Think something, think different of something, or they have a higher opinion or a lower opinion of something. They're not mad at you. They're not giving you shit if they say their opinion. They're just sharing their opinion. Okay? Like, it's okay to not see eye to eye with your friends. It's okay to not tell your friends something's good. Be honest. I'm tired of everybody just catering to everybody because oh, I don't want to offend anybody. Listen, you're all you you're not going to offend your friends. Your friends know you. They know your personality. They know that you're not coming for their soul. Okay? It's okay to have a different opinion than your friend and it's okay to let them know and it's okay to tell people they're wrong, or they're right, or they're dumb. That doesn't mean you hate them. I'm tired of everybody just thinking if something negative is said, that automatically means they're a horrible person. I'm just tired of that. I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. I think you, everybody, if you know the person and you're having a conversation, it's okay to go back and forth. That doesn't mean you hate each other. Don't take offense to it. It's okay. That's how we talk. That's a conversation. Okay? I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong. But I will tell you that I miss one of my favorite podcasts of all time, Tell Me I'm Wrong. I want to be on Tell Me I'm Wrong. I'm going to find a way for us. Can can you make a special episode happen to where I get to be on it? To revive. Yes. I'm I'm working on trying to revive. Tell me I'm wrong. So at the very least, they can have just like another episode or two. Yeah, because I miss. I'll be on. I want to. I miss listening to it. I listened to all the episodes, and I wanted. wanted There were some that I listened to multiple times. I that was empty. Um, Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, I I had a panic moment there for a second. I know you did too. I'm tired of like I'm tired of it being. At a point to where you can't like have a debate about something without somebody just getting mad and just being like, you know, well, okay, fine, whatever, just do whatever you want to. I'll do this and no, I, I I understand that and <clears throat> that there was a a level of patience and I've I've talked about this before, but like compassion too that I learned during the pandemic. Because it was a lot of going back and forth over things that 
either didn't matter or you were not going to be able to convince somebody else of your opinion. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there there yeah. there was no in in so the the thing that I always say any anytime somebody goes how could they think that? How could they act like that? How could they be like that? Is that they're just not wired the same way that you might be. And and it's it's not like a they're wired incorrectly. It's just that they are meticulously designed in a way that does not line up with the way that your brain functions. Yeah. And so that is a a beautiful thing about what it means to be human that we can have those conversations and we can have differences of opinion as long as they are not of a persuasion that might cause harm or inconvenience to another human being solely because you don't believe that they have the right to exist in the way that they want to. Right. We, I love talking about stuff and how boring of a place would it be if we just immediately agreed on things and we're like, all right, well, we'll talk about something else. And, now. and we, and we joke about it. Us like, we we jokingly go, yeah. Well, we're right and you're wrong all the time. Yeah, about about but things, you know. But like, we're we're not doing it because we want to, you know, seem like the the overall authorities. Like, I completely understand that there are people who don't like the She Hulk show. I get yeah. it, and I, I get and it I, too. And the but the thing is too, like, I mean, there's a part of my brain where I hear somebody say, "Oh, I don't like it because it's it, it's." emasculating to men or, or whatever. And it's like, I that part, that part I don't, I don't. I don't like it because I saw a clip of her twerking. Okay. Spoiler alert. That was an extra scene. It has nothing to do with the show. And also, She-Hulk <laughs> has done stuff like that in She's got an the ass. comics. She twerked it. It wasn't, it was nothing wrong with it. I watched it. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> she but, jump, but, jump rope naked in the car. Exactly. Exactly. That's just what it is. Like it's just and and it's it's a diff, we're using a very specific instance to to make this point. I think, but one of the things that I have always set out <clears throat> to do with this show, and I know that at times I have kind of stepped over lines here or there, but that's because either it's important to me to let people know that this is a quote unquote safe space. Um, however you may want to take that. And that there are times where there are no excuses for acting in particular ways. But in general, I try to make this a, a show, a space where it is virtually politics free. Yeah. And the the reason for that is not just because, you know, I, I it's not because I dislike having those kinds of discussions. I don't mind having them. The older I get, the more I find that I can have them. Not that I like seek them out, but I'm like. Yeah, I can stand my ground <laughs> on yeah, and stuff. There's, and it's a discussion but, like 
why why does it always have to like if if somebody says what you don't like, just automatically like the other person just cut it off. It's like I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Like it's a discussion. We can talk yeah. about it. And, it doesn't and, mean yeah. And nothing nothing about like what we do with Timbip is ever meant to be like preachy no. or or elitist or anything like that. And I know that bourbon <laughs> becomes that at some point when you start talking about exclusive bottles and you start having people who can pull out tasting notes and and just be very elitist by exclusion yeah. which i guess in and of itself is actually how you would define it, uh, elitism but the the point is that you know this in and of itself is not a space that we really use to have like arguments back and forth about like you know crucial life things i guess that we may or may not agree upon but um at the same time i mean that doesn't mean that we don't have opinions and we don't have thoughts and we're still registered voters in america and like you know and even on a very micro scale uh i mean like if you know if you're a ghostbusters fan that's fine i mean yeah if you like the new ghostbusters movie i mean <laughs> that's cool Cool me, I mean, I guess. But Eric hates it. <laughs> I, I do, and I'll tell Eric, you about Eric it. Would, Eric would rather <laughs> dig a hole into his scalp with a like a, a plastic spoon it's true. than have to watch that movie again. It's true. But that doesn't mean I hate you if you like it. That doesn't mean I'm automatically just, like, tearing you down. That's just what I feel, you know? So, what's yours? Well, mine is much less... Uh, controversial i would say and i think it's something that we all as as adults find to be horrible four eyes on mcdonald's card on nah. mcdonald's toys did you want no you... you keep that one will you hand me um hamburglar back though yeah sure hold on i want to look at him appreciate it yeah man yeah, dude, this is my favorite one. Hamburger. Yeah, he's so cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> getting shushed as an adult. Oh, no. Like an an another adult oh, shushing you. Oh, no. Is, it, it is like top tier pet peeves for me. Like you top, you, top three. That, you, that happened recently. Not <laughs> let it go. To you, yeah, on the live stream, remember? Oh well, that was that was more playful. Than was anything. it? I'm just. I, I think it was. Um, it's it's the same thing of like, as an adult male, you get called boy, boy. <laughs> no, 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 not boy, because there's some playfulness in that. It's boy. Like condescending, just that attitude oh, of like you're getting me fired up right now. You know what I mean though, right? Mm -hmm. But there is something about being shushed that is so demoralizing and so demeaning as an adult when another adult cannot find the words to tell you, hey, hold on a second. <laughs> 
Hold on. <laughs> Just wait. Let's let's <laughs> come back. If you're talking, let's come back to it in a moment. If you're being loud, stop being loud. Don't go shh. Don't do that. I just What's felt. The matter with I you? felt like a like a burning in my chest just now when you did that, and I was. I it's was the like, worst kinda... feeling. It's like it's like when you were a kid, and I mean, you know, you could go apples to apples and say, "Oh, when you're a kid and you got shushed, you're like, oh." But I'm thinking of like when you're a kid, and somebody goes, "Oh, like like they're gonna get like you're about to get in trouble or something." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Oh, that's anyway. yeah. Don't shush people. Don't shush no other adult. adults. Don't shush adults, man. Like jerk. It's ridiculous. Oh, you OWBs. know what we didn't talk about in the news? We didn't talk about the Bob Baffert settlement. Oh, I with saw the, that. the uh, secret horsey stuff or whatever. Oh, yeah. You were so, the one that sent it to me initially. I did. I did. So um we had mentioned this couple weeks back or so. About <laughs> it's been longer than that. Has man. it been longer than that? It's dude, it, we had to have talked about that in like so, early August. Yeah, so quick review. Um a local store and group here in kind of around Louisville, Bardstown, um, did a pin hook pick where they made a tater sticker of this horse owner injecting has a syringe on it, injecting the bottle and it says what Bobby's secret sauce Something like that. Uh, I think it's Bobby's secret stuff because it's stuff. playing on um, on Space Jam with Space Jam. Michael with Michael's secret stuff that Bugs Bunny pulls right. out for them Basically, to win this the guy, basketball game. Yeah, this guy's horse. And died. Bill Murray's in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's horse died because base probably because of steroids, right? Not we, probably like we kind of have, okay. I don't know for yeah. a fact, so I was saying probably, but yeah. Anyway, rich guy allegedly. Owned Allegedly owns horses, made them strong, won races, then they died. And now there is a $50,000 fine or lawsuit sent to the store that sold the bottles because of the sticker. So the, the settlement actually was that the, the two individual parties who were responsible for that sticker uh both donated fifty thousand dollars to equine health and wellness foundations or something like that Uh, i don't know if that was mandated by anybody or what but that is the resolution to a story where a few months ago eric and i both went stop doing this don't do that it's bad for everybody and i stand by that yeah, my thing. But, my thing is, I I have no issues with funny stickers. I have no issues with. This is not a funny sticker, dude. I, well, I'm saying like stickers on bottles, just in general. I have no issues with stickers on bottles. I have no issues with like making fun of and joking and trolling and stuff like that. But you gotta think of all the parties involved. Like, take the rich guy out of it. Think of Pinhook, a cool brand that's putting out great stuff. You, there's a chance that's going to come back on them, and that's what happened. Like, like people don't understand that 
these stickers are somebody else's doing. Like they automatically assume it's pin hook sometimes. Like that's just how it is. Like don't make stickers that are so that are toe the line of controversy because something may happen. And that's all I'll say. Like keep it and fun. Something, and something did happen. They got in trouble yeah, for it. They did. Keep right. it fun. You don't have to go over the line, dude. Speaking like, of keeping it fun, let's move on to tips and bits because I feel like we've, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've done enough, done enough of that creepers, crap. Creepers, creepers. So, okay, yeah, creepers. let's let's talk about our our homework for this past week. I was only able to get around to watching the first one. That's fine. The second one is not good. Well, and even then, I made it about halfway through the first one. <laughs> But no, I saw I saw more than that. I saw about an hour. You've seen it before, though, it. right? No, I had not seen it before. <laughs> Very. Okay, so no, the first... I didn't. I didn't watch horror movies growing up, and I'm I'm just now in a place like it was a I couple of years watch ago. Them growing up, but I... even like a couple of years ago is when I really started getting into them. And so now, like I'm playing, I'm just playing catch up now. So any time that you're like, oh, I can't believe you haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Well, like, I know you didn't see it when you were younger. I was just, I thought you may have seen it in the past like couple of years. That's all no, I hadn't. I hadn't. It, it was a movie that I knew existed, but I hadn't thought about for a long time either until you brought it up. And then I figured, oh, well, you know, now that you said it, um, I should watch it. I... I'll, I'll go ahead and say just the the parts that I can about it. I it is creepy. I yeah. mean, gen- genuinely, it like not to you know play on the name or anything, but like that the first the first movie is creepy. I it yeah. it, it gets you a little bit. It's the best one. Um, Justin Long is amazing. He's a screen yeah. queen. He really is, isn't he? He's in a ton yeah. of scary movies. Also, he does great. How has Gina Phillips not done more? I don't know. She That's was great question. in that movie. Um, I, I I love how just messed up and insane the killer is. So I love that he is like the fucking like Superman of boogeyman. Yeah, for sure. Like he can drive a truck. He's got his own style. He, he can, can fly. fly. <laughs> he eats people and he takes whatever whatever part he, of the body he, he eats, he gets. He chews the tongue out of decapitated heads. He eats eyeballs like he shoots he, cat ladies. He does. He is a fucking Superman villain of horror movies. Yeah. And and he's got f- that cool hat. The cool hat. He, he looks, looks like, like um, John Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a dad who drinks bourbon. You know, for a second, I thought that there was a horror movie villain that I had forgotten about named John Edwards. <laughs> it's more um, Freddy Krueger like, I would say. I was thinking of uh, um, Cad Bane. Oh, he looks like Cad Bane from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Rebels. Rebels sure. and Clone Wars. Yeah. And uh, both And, that. yeah. Yeah. God, how good did he look in that show, though? Perfect. Oh, he looked... Am- mm. Did it perfect. They did such a great job bringing that character to live action. Anyway. 
You ever done this with with uh, two lighters before? So you light one, light the other, and connect them. Yeah. Boy, I grew up in a hauler. I was lighting stuff with gasoline on fire like that. You ever connect two things with gasoline before? I can confirm I have not. <laughs> you line the gasoline up and then you light it and it connects them together. That's fun. Yeah, dude. I'm surprised <laughs> I'm still alive. Oh, Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> I love it. I, I, think, I really I really did enjoy it. I feel really bad that I wasn't able to finish it, but Let me give you a spoiler. Yeah, go for it. So um our buddy Jason Long, aka Derry, he's got good eyes, right? Justin. And does I say Jason? Yeah. Jason Justin Long. He's yeah. got good eyes. And that's what the creeper wants. The creeper mm, if you okay. uh it kinda it kinda goes more into it in the second one, but he can kinda he kinda finds his victims and smells them and he decides what part of them he wants. So it's like, oh, he's got good eyes. I want his eyes. So at the end of it, he spoiler alert, he eats his eyeballs out. Nice. And it shows him with no eyeballs. Wow. Yeah. And then um, he makes another appearance in the second one. I think you should watch the second one. It'd be fun. No, but, I, I, I want to. I just, I have to have the time to get around to all of it. But I think it's just a fun, like campy movie about a, like a super mutant boogeyman who, the, the premise is every 23rd spring, this like creature from hell gets to eat for 23 days. And basically anything he eats like revives him. So if he needs an arm, he'll eat somebody's arm. If he needs a face, he'll eat somebody's face. He wanted some good eyes. So he ate our uh, star's eyes. And it's not like life changing, amazing movie. It's just fun for the spooky season. Yeah. Um, and so I decided to um, get get a little opinion from our uh, resident mortician, our friend Mike Whiskey Morg. And he, I said, send me a quick little notes about Jeepers Creepers, and I'm going to read it on the show. Oh, fun, so, dude. Yeah. Every, so this do, is, do this every week with him, with the whatever our required reading I will. is. And That's amazing. Mike, thank you so much for doing that, brother. Yeah, and he did a post a while back, and he uh, I'm going to read it in a second because it was pretty amazing. But this is his notes on Jeepers Creepers. Epitome of early 2000s horror. It's campy, kind of funny, sometimes ridiculous, but still full of scares. Pretty sure it started the creepy old song movement. Jeepers. Yeah, it Jeepers. absolutely did. Big you fan what's, of Je- what's funny about that, too? It, sorry, like... That, I feel like that's even cre- crept into, um, like like David Lynch, yeah. Which is which is a weird thing to say because I mean you always kind of put David Lynch, not to say that this is like a low form of media, but like you you consider David Lynch to be in like this higher echelon of yeah of filmmakers, but then you know the the. Twin Peaks return season. I mean, there's a lot of that like creepy song stuff yeah. that happens in it. And I can totally get on board with giving Jeepers Creepers that that thing. Anyway, sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Please continue. No, you're fine. Uh big fan of Justin Long because he brings a lightness and humor to the genre. The creeper is not fully 
uh, reliant on CGI and actually looks creepy. That is true. He's fucking terrifying. He I thought I thought that the there were a couple scenes where the bus looked horrible though. <laughs> I think the first time that the bus shows up on the road, it's like fully CGI. Oh, his truck, his yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Looked awful. <laughs> Just atrocious. They're like, Get, go around me, man. Just go around. <laughs> why would he go around? I don't I don't know why he won't go around, Derry. Derry, he's gonna eat you. Uh, here we go. Dude drives a truck and dismantles those bodies, but is also an ancient creature. He's like the myth- mythological Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Creeper hanging with Scarecrow is iconic. This is in part two because to this day, it heightened my fear of Scarecrows. Also, the reason I was fixated on your story the other day and was convinced that shit would move. That was, uh, I posted a story of us in the cornfield with Jeeper Creeper and oh, Perry yeah, even. Yeah. I said that to Perry and he goes, holy shit, I didn't even know you were there. It didn't, it, I didn't notice it until I, I took a closer <laughs> look and oh. I was like, oh, look, that's a pretty cool. I was like, that's a really cool shot that he sent me a picture of. And no, it was just the fact that there's the Jeeper Creeper, man, the guys <laughs> hanging from the and he ends with big fan of the more grim final scene with the removal of the eyes rather than a safe and conclusive ending so are there are there multiple cuts of this movie then no he's just saying like instead of just ending with like a safe okay. ending, like they gotcha. literally show him with no eyes like he's just had his eyes eaten out poor poor justin long though i feel like he's always in body horror stuff Man, you got like between between this and between this and Tusk. Oh, Tusk! (laughs) Oh my God! I think Tusk might be the most unsettling movie I've ever watched. Well, I'll tell my I'll tell my my Tusk story. I've got some uh, homework for you for next week if you get a chance to watch. I don't want to watch Tusk. You're not watching Tusk. Okay. But I, I have a I have a really funny Tusk story that I'll I'll tell on uh probably next week's pregame chats. Yeah, I'll do it on next week's pregame chats. Right. Or the main episode. I don't know. We'll we'll figure out figure it out, see how how things go. Um and uh like I said, Whiskey Morgue he pairs bourbon with horror movies. Um he actually paired this movie with um seventeen ninety two single barrel. And I'm going to tell you why. He said 1792 bourbon is named in honor of when Kentucky became an independent state in the spring of 1792, the same year the Creeper wreaked havoc on the state. Okay, the second part is my own fiction, but the important message here is spring represents new life and the resurrection of spirits, some better than others. I was kind of excited that there might have been a Kentucky connection to the Creeper. I think I think there is. Is there really? I think so. I don't know, but I think it is. Find out next time on Tips and Bits. Okay, so so what's my homework for next week? <sighs> Can we get really gory? Yeah, of course. There's a movie called Terrifier. I don't know what you just said. 
Terrifier. Oh, Terrifier. Okay. Yes, it's about a clown. Oh, Lord. Terrifier is a 2016 American splatter film. Yes, splatter film. Splatter? Yes. I want you to watch this. I want I want to talk about this because I know you've not watched anything close to it. Please. No. You got oh, to. Okay. No, I I'll I'll watch it. I don't care. I just have to I have to make sure that I'm Oh, it looks it looks amazing. <laughs> yes. Holy crap, this looks so terrifying. So if you're listening, Terrifier. It's actually on, you can download Tubi, and it's Ooh. free. So please watch it. This lady's face. If you watch this in the next, like, three or four days, and you're listening, send me or Perry a message, and we'll read your thoughts on it, and I'll get, uh, we'll read it with Wissy Morg's thoughts. Yeah, Morg sorry. Minute. The Morg Minute. Can't believe nobody said anything about, uh, about what's it this week, about Jeepers Creepers. Well, Don Nishida did on our chat. He said, you know, I'm not into that scary stuff. I'd rather watch Hocus Pocus. <laughs> so that's are we from gonna, Don Nishida. Are we going to at some point watch uh, The Strangers? We can. We can do that last. The one with uh, your sister-in-law? Yeah. Yeah, let's you do know it. You know what would be really fun is to record a uh, a commentary <laughs> with her. Of uh, oh of God. strangers, and then this part. This was the trailer part. <laughs> I think I think it'd be kind of fun. It would be fun anyway. I uh, talking about how I have stuff that I have never watched before in the horror movie genre. I actually crossed one of those off my list yes. this past weekend, and I saw The Shining for the first time. <gasps> For the first time. For the first time. What'd you think? Not my favorite. I think it's I think it's overhyped. I'll be I honest. Think, I think as it somebody is a little bit too. As somebody who loves horror films, I think it's overhyped. I'm not gonna say it's bad. I think everybody no, should it's watch not, it. No, it's not bad at all. I think it's beautifully shot. I think that the acting is like a B plus A minus. Um, but I I think overall I was I was a little bit underwhelmed, but I you know, part of that could just be too because I had it built up for so many years, but all that being said, um, I'm happy I've seen it now. Good. You know, I, there were so many things about it that I just kind of like having grown up with, I guess the imagery of it around me or like, you know, seeing it get referenced exactly or like seeing it get referenced in other things. I didn't have the context for it. And so once I did, I didn't realize the way that those parts kind of fit into the puzzle of the movie itself. Like I didn't realize that the creepy twins, the girls were barely in it. Yeah. Like I thought that they were a, a core part of that movie. Sorry. Spoilers for a movie that came out. 50 years ago 40 years ago um but yeah i I always thought that they had more to do in it or i just kind of expected it because they're so iconic 
and they're so well known. And I, I don't know. I was just I was really shocked by by that. Um, and I think I'm learning more and more that Stephen King's method of storytelling is not my favorite. It's just not my my cup of tea, yeah. really, for for horror movies. Um, but I I still want to take the time. I mean, if I have to watch Lawnmower Man, you know, I will. But just to... Oh. <laughs> I'm hit or miss with Stephen King. I'll be honest. Like, yeah. I like some of it. I don't. I think it's... Some of his stuff is a little overhyped. But. So I, I really liked both parts of the new It movies. Yeah. Like chapters one and two. I, I And I know that two is not as good as one is, but I still really enjoyed It Chapter 2. Yeah. I, I thought they did a great job. You should read the, the, the original book. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, for, like, one big reason, but... <laughs> There's, Take that how you might. <laughs> there's, there's something in there. Yeah, there's something in there I don't want to have to subject my brain to. But I'm just saying it's scary. Like I read it. Yeah. As a, I read it in college. Uh, that was the first time I ever read it. Oh, cool. And I scared myself. Um. So yeah. But yeah, Terrifier next week. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I feel like I've watched other stuff. I uh, this. Most recent episode of She Hulk was incredible. Oh, um, one of the best, one of the best Marvel TV episodes. If you think I'll that that it. is not who Daredevil is, you are an absolutely insane person. Yeah. You're you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here we I are. Know we after, said earlier, after yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're wrong if you don't think that's who Daredevil is. Daredevil is a quippy, funny character who has been goofy for years, and that's how he started. I, Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. He was so... There is something, and I, I didn't anticipate feeling this way, but there is something so piercing and so almost terrifying about the yellow hood with the red eyes. I love it. That's my I favorite costume, it. dude. I absolutely the old, love in the it. the comics and everything... Oh, I don't know. That time he did the black suit. No, the the shadow. Yeah, shadow rain. When Is he, that what it was he, called? When he was when he took over and he was the leader of um, the hand. The hand. That yeah. suit was amazing. But that I was love the old great yellow. story too. Yeah. Um, no, I yeah, but it it just I don't know. It's just cool to actually see the yellow, the yellow and red threads on on screen. Uh, we haven't even talked about Deadpool three. Oh that's gonna have Hugh Jackman back as Logan. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we need to say about that. Um, did you catch the the extra little Wolverine reference in this episode of She Hulk? Yeah, I did. Yeah, when she jumped out, when her yeah. assistant jumped out, I love that. I love it that. Good, it was good stuff, man. Did he you? exists. Okay. He exists. Like I, I think we're we're past the point of being like, you know, oh, how are they going to do it? Well, it's happening. Like he's I there. It. He's there, dude. 
surely people know now. Oh, I still got some pursuit rifle. You know what I I really hope. I'll say this, and then we need to start wrapping up. But what I what I really hope from X Men '97 is Can't that got because just now <laughs> because <Morph>. it, <laughs> it has been rumored that it has some kind of tie into the MCU, it's right? Going, which which I mean, everything everything, everything does everything yeah. does now. I mean, that's. <laughs> that's how it's it is given. now yeah. with Marvel. That's just how it is. But what I would really like to see in this particular instance is that kind of the same thing that they did with uh, with Logan, where there were the X Men comic books. Oh yeah, and they were in, like in the written movie, about yeah. yeah, and they were written about the the actual like in that universe, real life superheroes, real life mutants, and everything. But if X-Men 97 was the like artist's interpretation of the X-Men in the MCU. Exactly. And so like, that's our kind of introduction into it. And you know, maybe the end of X-Men 97 is us seeing the new Wolverine for the first time. And he's like, "Eh, it's not how it happened, bub. And like, you know, it's a claw like crushing like a TV. And he's like, let me tell you a story about how it really happened. Kid. Yeah. He's also Sam Elliott, and he's selling you a Ford Durango or something. He's like, now that I'm not a teacher at Xavier's uh, Institute, i got to sell this car. And that's not how... Would you rather see... I know know my answer, because I I want things to... Anyway. Would you rather see a a set of, like, X-Men heroes, including, like, Logan introduced into the MCU as fresh characters or characters who have been around within the MCU for a long time, but they've been working kind of like covertly. Oh, um, covertly. Cause I will, I want, I want to see like Wolverine back when he fought with Captain America in the war before he was actually like Wolverine when he was like, well, it's patch. not, it's, Okay, no, it's not it's not that necessarily. It's that they they hire actors or they they cast these actors who are older and are going to more quickly age out of the role uh-huh. than somebody like Tom Holland who is a young Spider-Man and he can basically play Spider-Man until he's you know, dead. <laughs> You know what I, you know what I mean. I thought like, you meant the characters I, in the MCU. It's well, like, yes, because Wolverine those doesn't things, really but, age. But those two things go hand in hand for me. Like I don't I don't know if I would rather see because and like it is it's the biggest letdown for me that we're never going to see Steve Rogers as Captain America again. Yeah, in the MCU. Well, I mean, if I guess and you if we, put it if, that way, like. I would like to see a young X-Men group be introduced and see them over the next like 10 years. That's what, that's kind of what I was saying. It's I like, thought you meant like their story in the, you know, I was like, oh, I would no, love I mean, to like, if they, see if a they flashback have a, of like Bucky, Cap, and Wolverine when no, they're no, no, in the no, no, war. No. I mean, like if there, if there are things like that, that's, that's one thing entirely. But I mean, like you're hiring, like there was that rumor going around that Harrison Ford was going to play the new Thunderbolt Ross. 
Oh yeah, I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like he's already eighty, yeah. and that's a character that they're gonna need around for at least the next ten yeah. years. Spoiler alert: He's the Red Hulk. So, yeah, anyway, but we need it, like I, you know, I, and and I I get that you know they did have to kind of prove with Chris Evans that you know he was gonna fit the role of Steve Rogers, and by that point he's what early thirties, mid thirties, yeah. whatever. And so eventually, yeah, he was going to age out of that role. But I think that, you know, you you limit yourself by doing something as definite as either killing off a character or giving them like a final scene where they're dancing with their sweetheart, you know, as a, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like there's no there's no good way to reintroduce Steve Rogers into the MCU or Tony Stark. But here are two linchpin characters within the Marvel universe that we now are never gonna see again until this series gets rebooted. Unless in they 50 do a years. multiverse thing. They just bring back but somebody. Even, but even then. Just to give people a taste. Just to give them a little but bit. But that's what that's where I start to get frustrated with it. Because I I just I want the Steve Rogers Captain America. It's not to say that I don't want Sam Wilson as Captain America. No. Like I that's not it's not that at all. Well, it's just like in the it's, comics. He died, they killed him, and he brought him back. And he came back. But but you know, in <laughs> in the real life people grow older and they age out of things like that. So, you know, but, but I would have been okay if they had just done a soft reboot or a a recast or whatever. And there was a different actor that was going to be playing Steve Rogers. It's just more for me about the longevity of these stories right? and not having any kind of like finality to them. But that being said, I, Marvel Studios is probably going to just exist forever until the end of time. <laughs> yeah, of course. Hey, everybody. The, uh, hey. the uh, In uh, next week's forecast, we've got a 100% chance of apocalypse and a 350,000% chance of blood rain. But uh, Black Panther 18 is going to be coming Ba-dum. out on Tuesday. And uh, Venom. Venom. And guess what? It's Morbin time. <laughs> <laughs> for the 50th anniversary. But you know, you know what I mean though. Like yeah, I know. It, it is it's just a shame that I know. You know, they, there there's no like clean way of reintroducing some of these characters. Yeah. Uh know. in the way that it would be. I mean, it's still kind of clunky in the comics, but there there's no clean way of doing it with something like a movie or yeah. a TV show. Anyway. Well, it's, been, it's been a long episode. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone, just just let people know where they can follow us and support us. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash mybourbonpot. For as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And at $5, you get all the bonus stuff, the uncut episodes. You get pours from the floor. You get Sampley Irresistible. You get the other stuff that we get around to putting up there when Perry gets a chance to put it on there. This week, this week the, the we're going to start some new you shows. Some new but, Patreon shows. And those are going to be out. My, my plan is for those to be out every Friday 
when they happen. And those are probably going to be like once a month or twice a month, depending yeah. on the, the just depending on as many factors as I can list off yeah. right now, which I don't have the energy to do. Yeah. But patreon.com, you get stuff on Tuesdays. You get stuff on Wednesdays. You get stuff on Fridays sometimes. And it helps the show go on. It helps pay the bills. It helps keep the light on. It helps pay the internet bills. It helps get anything we need. So support the show on Patreon.com. If you want to send us an email, you can send an email to thismymybourbonshop at gmail.com. You can ask a question. You can send a uh, sample um, or ask us to review something, whatever you want. Uh, if you want to get some merch, it's uh, bourbonshop.threadless.com, uh, whiskeymutant.shopify.com. Um, if you also, we should we should have some uh, special Halloween designs up, like ooh, this, this week because I was going to have them up by my live stream last week, but then I got sick, so it's okay, it's okay. <sighs> It's been a long, it's been a long few weeks for the bear bear. Yeah. Um, if you want to uh, send a barrel rings, you can call eight five nine four two eight eight two five three. We have a barrel rings. We have a barrel rings. Yes. But yeah, this is the segment where you leave a voicemail. We'll play it on here, and we'll talk back to you on here. It's probably the easiest way to be on the show. Hey, Perry. This is Brian from Brian's Bourbon Bar. Not a real place. Just my basement. I really just wanted to wish you a very happy 250th episode uh, to you, Eric, and all the hosts before. Well, well done, and cheers to 250 more. Bye. That's not a real place? I thought it was a real place. Unfortunately I've seen not. pictures. But that's from Brian's Bourbon Bar. I love Brian. I'm, su- I'm super happy that he sent that in. And uh, we, will, we will play any and all. Well, I guess not any and all. I was I made a reservation there. I thought it was real. Brian's, at Brian's Bourbon Bar. Yes, for next year. Oof. You tell him, man. No, I went to the website. I put I'm just, in. I'm just saying. <sighs> man, we have questions we didn't even get to in the pregame chats. I totally forgot about these. That's all right. They'll still be there. Um, I'm next, still bummed about next this week. Bur- bourbon Bar. I mean, I thought it was real. Um, Sorry, I'm I'm all over the place. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you can follow us on all social media, uh, at My Bourbon Pod. You can follow Perry at PReader1792. You can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. Um, send us a DM, ask us something. We don't care. We'll talk to you. Um, you we'll can, talk about it on an episode, too. Yeah, yeah. And then you can leave a review. Five stars, one star, two stars, three stars. Whatever you want. It all helps. And then just tell your friends about the show. Your grandma, we don't care. Um, if Somebody. grandma's listening, we'll we'll drink with her. We'll 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 talk to her. Tell her to tell, call in the tell your tell your grandmother that we want her to be on the podcast. Yeah. Don't tell her what the, any of that means. Just tell her. Let her know and and name us specifically too. Say hey, yeah. Perry and Eric want you to be on the podcast, and they're gonna have you. They're gonna give you bourbon. Yeah. Like don't don't be any more specific than that. And I'll smoke a menthol with them. So. We w- <laughs> we will set up the like if they're if they're around Kentucky, we will go and meet them and hang out with them. I'll get the groceries out of the car for them. 
Yeah. If they're at a nursing home, hmm? we'll we'll sneak I'll some play liquor cards in. With them. Yeah. I'll play. I'll play some shuffleboard. Yeah. I'll play some shuffleboard. Eric, I think we need to <laughs> go to bed. Go we night need night. To go to bed. Go yeah. night night. It's very late. Thank you all so much for watching and listening and just being a part of the show, supporting us. In a few weeks' time, we are going to be celebrating two, nope, five years <laughs> of podcasts. Two, five. Two, five years. That's 10 years, I guess. I don't know. No, but we're going to be celebrating five years of Tim Bip uh, here in a couple of weeks. Swan should be back for that as well. Ta-ta! I hope, at the very least. But that's that's it. We're done. We're going to see you guys real soon. Oh, Superman's falling over. He knocked you over. Oh. Little swan. Little swan. Say hi, little swan. Scotch. Fuck you. It's been a weird episode. All right. See you guys next week. Until then, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. Keepers, creepers. Let's get those people. And this is my bourbon podcast. <laughs>